Hello and welcome to Culture Terror. I am DK. I am Lewis. And like a Jew advocating common sense Cossack whip control, this is happening. It is indeed, yes. Uh, today we are discussing the Alliance of Trannies and Faggots, um, otherwise known as the ATF. Yes, and its massive and outsized cultural impact. Um, so where, where, to really, where to begin or where do you want to begin with the... So we could discuss the new... There's, there is new news. There is... Uh, some different stuff, but it is kind of a cultural touchstone or a, it's a common thing in like right wing or even like American culture is uh, a disdain for this, the kind of unique in all the three letter organizations that has never ever had a good rep- reputation, like since the inception of it. Yeah, I was just, I guess maybe that, I mean, normally I want to take, so, so I, I guess it was formed in what is, I, well, I'm looking at Wikipedia. The ATF was formerly part of the United States Department of the Treasury, having been formed in 1886 as the, quote, revenue laboratory within the Treasury Department's Bureau of Internal Revenue uh, and was made an independent agency in 1927, transferred to the Justice Department in 1930, briefly a division of the FBI in 1933, but I guess the history really starts with the Volstead Act, which is the first part of... The NFA. That, yeah, yeah. Well, the first... I think that was the first... No, that was the um, that was the prohibition... The Volstead Act oh, yes, was yes, the yes. was the National Prohibition Act. They were a booze thing, yes. basically only, and then the NFA gave them firearms because cops were outgunned. Yes, they that were, was the whole thing. They, they were legitimately the, outgunned. The, like the, the one time in history it's ever been true. <laughs> the, the Wikipedia article makes uh, reference to the film, or I guess, well, the, the, the Untouchables, right, which is made into a film mm-hmm. with Sean Connery and everything. But yeah, that was, I guess the 1930s was the last time that the, the cops were literally outgunned. Yeah, like... like they did like radios were unsophisticated. Re- reinforcements were miles away. At best, they had a one backup reload for their revolver and whatever was in the shotgun in the trunk of the car at the time. And you could Ben at that time you could through the Sears catalog buy whatever <laughs> World War One <laughs> surplus you could. Yeah, including up up to include like Browning automatic rifle. You could get a BAR. I think you could get like Maxim machine guns. Yes. You could, but you couldn't run a bank with a maximum machine. Sure, yeah. true, oh, yeah. true. Minus, unless true. you're creative. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're, uh, I think it's with the, the, the notorious like Tommy gun, obviously. Yeah, right. Which was, you know, I guess it was one of the first practical uh, submachine guns with a large magazine capacity too. Yeah. So you can give multiple, or yeah. not. We give, you know, you only get a couple bursts with a thirty round magazine with a with a fifty or hundred round magazine. It's a uh, <laughs> different issue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess, and and yeah. So continuing with. Uh, on-air Wikipedia prep, the yeah. 1942 responsibility for enforcing federal firearms was given to the ATU. The early 1950s, the IRS was formed. 1968 was the Gun Control Act. Um, that's when people started to hit... That's when the ATF became... The ATF. The F. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the faggots, you mean. Yeah, yeah. the faggots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, that's, that's probably when... I don't think since then they've ever recovered, like, reputation, reputationally, in... 
right wing circles. Basically, what is it like? Liter- professional Fed level snitchers is, I yeah. guess, the kind of like they started going around to gun shows and like fucking with people. Like that, that, that became like the the big job, and people, no one likes this. Like it, absolutely, no one likes them. Uh, the the left is ambivalent about them because they're unable to solve gun crime. Right, like, which is funny because like they occasionally fuck with right wing people, but they also just never ever solve anything. Like they 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 don't actually reduce gun crime, and they're pretty. No, they go after. I mean, my understanding, which I guess is purely, but whatever, is that uh, their big thing is going after people with a quarter of an inch too short of a barrel. Kind, yeah, kind it, of like it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's also the biggest thing uh, that I've seen people who are like in the industry complain about is if you are a someone who's authorized to you because you can get the authorization to deal in automatic weapons and it's quite common actually or not, it's not unheard of it's not like a difficult it's called an SOT or FFL I think class 07 or 06 08 anyway and but if you're one of those guys and say you're at a gun show because your gun store is also allowed to do full autos but you still have your your resale business if someone comes up to your store and just asks you an innocent question like, oh, like I have an AK-47 at home or I have an M16 pattern rifle or any all these any kind of rifle, if you just ask them like talk shop-wise, how would you go about converting that to full auto in theory, you can lose, you can have, you can have all your shit fucked up and like, you, you can get, if you were asked... Well, go, the, go to the... Hey, step one, go to Home Depot. Step two, purchase a rubber band. Yeah. Like, you, you, that, that is, that is at that point, you are, like, violating your... All kinds of... You, you can get thrown in jail for, like, as an authorized dealer, you know, giving somebody advice on how to convert their... Right. Like, it's, it's very arcane. There's also... It, I think, it, I think automatic triggers are considered rifles, and I, uh, or, like, uh, if the, if the trigger is capable of, of select fire, that it's, it's just the trigger is the... I don't actually know. I mean, it could be. I mean, there's, a, there's a, well, there's all kinds of things where like certain parts can be designated as machine guns. Uh, so in 68, what happened was that uh, machine guns were officially like, or not 68. Uh, 68 was a, one of the control acts, but it wasn't actually the big deal one. The big deal was 86. 86, right. With 86. Under Reagan. That was the yeah. one that essentially. Which is just there's yeah. a pattern with this stuff where you see conservatives. Well, for, for people, I'm sure most of our audience knows, but for those who don't, that was when essentially the, if you, if, a, if a, for for automatic fire weapons in particular, meaning anything that was even capable of like select fire, is it can fire press the trigger once, one bullet comes out, hold the fi- hold the trigger down, multiple bullets come out. Um, if it, if you press and hold the trigger and multiple bullets come out, that's automatic. And if a if a weapon had not been registered prior to 1986 and 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 that act, it could no longer be manufactured or sold as a, to civilians. Yes. Um, period. End of story. Yeah. Which had the, I mean, among other effects now, you know, weapons are <laughs> automatic. You, it is, in theory, possible to acquire them, but, yeah. you know, it's several tens of thousands of the dollars. The cheapest ones are $13,000. Yeah. Uh, they used to be, they actually were cheaper for most of the history. They've been like, they kind of about, like 3000 used to be like what you would pay, but in the last 10 years... Interesting. I think it's more like thirty. I mean, thirty, forty. Uh, I mean, well, it's like the cheapest ones. Like the cheapest, cheapest, yeah, the, yeah, the cheapest yeah. ones used to be like you can get a, you could even get a Sturmgewehr for pretty cheap for because uh, of there was there were relatively sure. a lot of them for an automatic weapon, right? Um, and you get like things, and it, but now it's like everything's like I think minimum like thirteen thousand, even like you know. Yeah, so you're looking at four times the cost of a Gucci. Yeah, Gucci. Really, really nice <laughs> like, yeah, um, just to just to have a, a beater for. And me. the ATF has had is 
notoriously uh, capricious. Uh, there's nine two two R, which is a oh yeah right yes we, I think this came up on our previous um, show about gun culture where yeah that's the kind of like you can you can put you have to have this number only of so many foreign foreign parts yeah. can be in a gun you in a gun you build yourself right so you <laughs> in a gun that you build yourself yeah well, I ran into this I was actually looking at some there was some there were some good New Year's deals that I didn't pull the trigger on because I've not buying any more guns ever again. You know, it's too much of a thing. Oh, I'm surprised. I don't. I would never own or operate yeah. or know anything about a firearm. Yeah. So I think, they, they, it, but like culturally, one of the things the ATF that I think they they stake out so much is because they've always been a very much a libtard organization. And you would think in the pattern of how uh, regulators go in America traditionally, um, they tend to end up controlling the body regulating them, like the FDA, Food and Drug administration is like run by the company like uh the electrical power regulators are run by electrical companies uh notoriously pharmacy obviously yeah (laughs) pharmacy forever but every almost every industry coal uh oil like all these things because the patterns are regulator is like an executive at the firm and then they become an expert and they go to head up that agency or vice versa like oh i'm a and there's this rolling door between them, and, the, and it ends what up they what they call it. regulatory capture. Yes, or the was it an iron triangle? Is the other word? That's the. the I, I'm not sure. I know the. Iron there's law a lot of bureaucracy. Fancy. Yeah, I know yeah. the. I forget the iron triangle. It doesn't doesn't really. But yes, in any case, the bottom line is is that well, it's interesting, isn't it? I guess that the ATF is kind of an well, exception, right? In all these categories, yeah, they fuck with alcohol producers, they fuck with tobacco, and they fuck with firearms because I think they're explicitly not regulatory; they're law enforcement. Yeah, that's by. And I think that's an interesting thing is that like they are, they're not a. A they're not a yeah, regulatory industry. body yeah. they're a law enforcement body and because of that they they get they have law enforcement problems you know like they have i mean notoriously waco right like trying to do law enforcement stuff and getting a bunch of you know a bunch of them fucking fucking killed ruby ridge and oh, that was that, <laughs> that was ATF? fbi that was fbi okay yeah and then so fbi was also Waco, but the ATF instigated, like, they took over, the right. FBI took over when, because, like, right. no one... I think it was because they heard there were shot, sawn off shotguns on premises, something like that, right? No, the FBI was like, well, you shot at federal agents. Okay. Because right. they killed, they, they killed ATF agents. Yes, that I know. Oh, maybe that was with the sawed off shotgun. I remember there was a sawed off shotgun so, in the story. So the, that weird, that was Waco. Waco was a sawed off shotgun. Okay. Oh, sorry, yes. not, not Waco, sorry, Ruby Ridge. Oh, that was Ruby Ridge. Yes, Ruby Ridge. Okay, all right. Waco was... These events are, yeah. I, yeah, they're very, very tell. similar. So... The uh, what are the I forget the name. What was the name of the cult again? Uh, the David Koresh, the yeah, cult, the Branch Div- Branch Davidians, Davidians. Yes, 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 the Branch Davidians, and they had a they were they loved firearms, and they had uh, as one does as right. you do. They had a lot of uh, AR-15 pattern rifles, and they they also had like they sold like guns and weapon and weapon accessories, much like the uh, the Moonies. They were well. Was, I didn't know the Moonies had. A, Moonies are big in it, uh, the gun stuff. Same way. Interesting. The Moonies are obsessed with guns. Uh, are what with guns? Obsessed with guns. Obsessed with guns. They're like South Korean nationalists, <laughs> and that because of that. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. That. May, yes. Okay. Now I see the connection. I was like, I knew they were Korean, but I didn't quite. Yeah. Guess, yeah. Sure. So anyway, the the Branch Davidians. One of the accessories they had was like those. Remember those novelty like uh, complaint department take one things. With a, yeah. with a grenade and you pull yeah. the pin it's like right. take one yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like ah, ah, ah and the ATF decided they were going to roll up on them and see if they were converting them into hand grenades um, and they assumed they were and also they, I don't know if it's true or not but the ATF had alleged that like people nearby had heard automatic gunfire from the compound 
as if they had converted some of their AR-15s sure. to full auto. Um, but instead of like, arresting a Koresh or, you know, I was out in town or whatever, or doing it with... Or doing literally anything. Anything else. <laughs> they did possibly the most evil way you could do a raid. Like Also, they had a warrant. They did have a yeah. warrant. But they, they just raided it in... So the first thing that the uh, Branch Division saw was a bunch of, you know, armored trucks roll up. They see a bunch of people get out, and they had an uh, off-site dog kennel off the compound, like outside of the walls. And so people go into the compound and shoot every single dog in the compound, in their cages, right? At that point, like... You're like, okay, yeah. I guess you're the government, but like, uh, yeah, like what right. the fuck? Like, what well, the fuck? It reminds me of, uh, I think it was... Which you can't, like, the meat, like... Yeah, you know, fucked up it's a shoot a dog in a cage. Like it's yeah. just like it's yeah. it's just completely gratuitous. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but the the uh, there was there's there's all. I mean, these days it doesn't infrequently happen. I saw a case. What was it? And granted, the guy was black and probably committed crimes. But seriously, so what? Like four government goons burst into his house in the middle. This was I think in Houston on video. Yeah. You probably saw the video. I know several many people in our audience yeah. did. Just burst into his house in the middle of the night. Dude wakes up. There's you know rifle in yeah. his face from the doorway picks up his handgun and immediately yeah. shot dead yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like what are you supposed to think yeah. when, when when goons bust in your house in the middle of the night or whenever I mean yeah, yeah. and native is a notorious for yeah. this kind of stuff and it's funny because they're also uh, I have a con- somewhat of a conspiracy there on this ATF agents are the bum- I consider bumbling retards because the <laughs> the one that I've ever known was a bumbling retard. Yeah. Uh, who's that guy who got arrested for fucking shoplifting? I, I oh no, but oh wait, I actually don't know this one. You no, know, uh, he was like a multiple case shop, like shoplifting wine from like. Oh a yeah. Right. Oh no, it was it was it wasn't just that. he was like putting the ten dollar label on the hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he did it, and he did it like over and over again to the point where there's, there's it's a felony a felony amount, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the alliance of trannies and faggots. Yeah, uh, alcoholic trannies and faggots. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yes, alcoholic trannies and faggots. Yes. Um, and but so the FBI, as I'm sure you know, has a has, there's like laws about how you can portray the FBI on television. Yes. And the FBI basically has like not final cut, but they have a say in your production. So if you want to have a bumbling federal agent in your TV show. The ACF has no such protections. <laughs> and I guarantee, I bet the FBI encourages it. Like, yeah. Because the FBI is as incompetent, probably retarded. Probably worse. Probably worse. They, or they're, they're competent. There's fewer blacks in the FBI. Yeah. The ATF has a DMV element to it. But there's more cat ladies. Yeah, but they're like, but terms of like competent. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. There's competence on a raid, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, uh, oh, on that kind of stuff, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the ATF, the ATF is like a. Most of it is DMV paperwork FBI pushing. trigger pullers are no joke. That's not yes. what I'm... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If that's what you're talking about, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And the FBI also has like a lot of people who aren't agents. They have a large non-agent staff. That does, so the bureaucracy isn't handled by agents, whereas the uh, ATF, ATF bureaucracy, ATF bureaucracy is, is the agents. It's yeah. or There are some, I'm sure, that are like IT guys or whatever. But <laughs> the, uh, or, and uh, so there's that. And also, I, so I think the ATF is like somewhat... They just catch the heat for the FBI... Because the FBI has enjoyed a stellar reputation in film, and even the only movie I could think of where an ATF agent wasn't a re- like a good movie, like a, you know, a non. I'm sure there's a B, a B movie with an ATF agent who's like cool, whatever that I, I don't know about. <laughs> I mean, maybe I wouldn't I bet may- on it. Uh, and there's a lot of B, a lot of B movies. Was uh, Lord of War, but he's not an ATF agent. I was going to say he's I don't, Interpol. Yeah. He's an ATF agent, but, but 
Yeah. He's like second into Interpol. Like he's, right. they say, he says, he doesn't say ACF when he pulls up. He says Interpol. Interpol. Yeah. Which is also mean they're not much of the FBI. They're not a thing. Well, no. They, like they, 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 they are like a, they're like the EU. They don't have an army. They don't have a navy. Right. Like, that's what I was going to say. They don't, they don't actually have, there's no like Interpol agent. Like if you saw someone, yeah. he's like, you see occasionally like, you know, on catfishing or whatever, like he said he was an Interpol agent. Yeah. Like, well, that should have been your first yeah. clue. You know? Well, like, what is Interpol agent? If when they do, they're going like, they're like regulating like, is this really champagne? Like, like yeah. you know, like we have to like they're having deep thoughts. Right. Like, is this you know? Yeah, but they're they're exclusively a bureaucracy. They yeah, don't, they don't. Uh, they yeah. do like information sharing between departments yeah. of certain countries, of which right. most countries aren't signatories. Yeah, uh, I think it's just like the Schengen area. It's and pre- then yeah. and then some other ones that like African countries that some other ones volunteer, <laughs> but most the U.S. famously isn't right. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe we, so. Yeah, well, yeah. they know they're not signatories to the Hague. I'd have to look that up to be honest. Well, the Interpol isn't the Hague. It's a different. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, the, the U S. Uh, does not um, does not like international uh, juridical structures because then they would you know all their gay ops and horrible yeah, yeah, war crimes notoriously. And so on. Yeah, you know we're at war with the Hague, right? Like, is that not a meme? I don't know. No, no, we are at war with the Hague. There is a declaration of war passed that if any American serviceman or citizen is arrested by the Hague, <laughs> a state of war immediately exists between the United States and the Hague. Okay, so the so the U.S. is a uh, no. Actually, I'm not. Uh, hang on. Well, we're on. We have like. We are, yeah. We have individual inter, 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 uh, individual treaties with countries. Yes, yeah, so the U.S. is a, yes. The U.S. is an Interpol, but yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you were saying, so, but uh, sorry, yes? But so I, I think the FBI has pushed this meme of them being, that they are incompetent retarded, but like as like the scapegoat, because like Waco was like the ATF's fault, but the FBI did like all the murdering. Like people, the objection people have at Waco isn't that like there was a bumbling raid and some agents got killed, right? It was that you killed 70 people <laughs> in a fire, you know? Like you, uh, so that's that in kind of popular culture, the ATF is like kind of like is the fall guy, um, and there are a lot of like chiniquis there. They do paper pushing. They just a lot of it. Like so, there's a reason that like regulatory capture is bad, obviously, because like regulators are being controlled by the industry. But the reason it's good is because you don't want like people who don't know the industry or actually hostile to an industry to be regulating it, right? Like obviously, there's a the, yeah, the, no, of the, the conflicts are. You, you don't want Greta Thunberg in charge of regulating your yeah. power grid. Yeah, it's obviously. <laughs> and law enforcement have a lot of like bad ideas. Like, it's like a law enforcement is it has a totally different outlook than a regulatory body does, where they're trying to like not that regulators don't try to catch you, but law enforcement is like stinging you. Like imagine if you were trying to sting a petroleum oil rig, <laughs> right? Like, all right, bro, we're gonna like yeah. I'm gonna allow these pipes to corrode one more season than without without regalvanization. You know, like you can't like imagine it. And and the ATF as as you know poly, as federal agents have broad powers, and they and they're constantly getting caught doing the most retarded shit imaginable. Uh, and a lot of it also is because I think their targets are, as you call it, non-Jewish. They're Gentile industries. Like tobacco is famously a Gentile industry. Alcohol is. Big alcohol is not, but little alcohol and medium alcohol are gender well, and, and that's who they fuck with, <laughs> right. right? Yes, it's all about yeah. We're not gonna uh, manage Seagrams, which who, yeah. what was the name of the Seagrams? Uh, the era? it's very Jewish, yeah. Yeah, I forget her name though. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but yeah, and yeah. the um, 
Yes, it's all extremely Jewish, but then we don't, you know, we would never never mess with them. But but yeah, you know, medium yeah. and small are gonna get. If you're if you're if you're a brewer and your alcohol percentage by volume is off by like a tenth of a percent, you're in violation. I mean, the, yeah. you have to have the label and it has to be accurate within a tenth of a yeah. percent, and which is hard for a large batch, but unless you have certain amounts of yeah. Well, I mean, if you're built, if you're brewing yeah. in a giant Budweiser factory, you know, there's no problem, right? Yeah, but if you're a medium-sized thing, yeah. you might have some might have some uh, variation. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it it that, that's interesting. I, I hadn't ever thought about it that that way in terms of um, like the regulation is law the, enforcement not regulation. Yeah, and it's for Gentile industries, not Jewish ones. You know? Yeah. Like you imagine like the uh, what is it like the uh, SEC doing a sting on a Wall Street firm, right? <laughs> well, they, you should yeah. think they would be, right? They never, you never hear they, about they it. They issue fines that are like a tiny percentage of operating profit and move yeah. on. Versus, but like, like but they, but will they, they also don't, yeah. they don't seek out stuff though. Like the Wall Street Journal publishes something, or it gets out, right? Yes. Or the FBI even. Occasionally. I don't think they were looking at at Elizabeth Holmes until Wall Street Journal literally broke the. Th- it was Wall Street. It was one particular reporter. I don't remember his yeah. name. It was he was the guy who we, was I, we were, I, doing the story. I've considered doing an episode on that because how how great sure, that story yeah, it was is. Great, and they're having. I think they either had or they will shortly have a movie based on, yeah. on her. And you know, she's. I, I mean, think she's getting like six months in jail. Some retarded. It's something retarded. Or, like that. I think it was more. I think it's a couple of years, but it's not yeah. like. You know, for the amount of destruction that she caused. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is also almost none. It's just she just stole money from right people, right? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite conspiracy theory about that one was um, black budget CIA stuff. Yeah, because a lot of government because they got the they got the, they got they, they won like the Mat- they Mattis won, was on the they won board. the Department of Defense contract right. for. And and, and 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 uh, the the General Mattis was on the board and a bunch. Of, he wasn't the only one. There were a bunch of CIA. No, they Pentagon won the DoD people, contract yeah. and they just never delivered. Like, yeah, on it. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to do an episode on that. But um, yeah, it's funny, I guess. So who so who does regulate guns, or is it just kind of one of these things where it's like we don't you don't get that kind of regulation? You just, what do you mean? It's the idea. Well, right, but yeah, I guess so. It's just it's just a, with a heavier hand, like it's regulated. Well, yeah, it's just a, it's just they're just hostile. They're law enforcement. Yeah. It's like you know, yeah. Um, and the ATF, in theory, is not the power to create regulate has so the ATF doesn't have because the Second Amendment. Only Congress can even touch this kind of right because it's federal. Because it's federal, a federal right, right? But the ATF has just been given broad power to interpret laws uh, recently since Donald Trump. Because the ATF, uh, gun owners, you know, obviously hate it, and they have the means to sue and you know, pretty vigorous uh, assaults on you know regulations. But the ATF is a under Republicans is allowed to kind of get away with murder. Uh, well, literally when it's Democrats, they get murder. <laughs> but when it's yeah. Republicans, they get away with like regulatory murder. And this is kind of what I wanted to what try the show is that there's a whole fresh slew of uh, regulations coming out. And one is the one that did come out is one on easily convertible receivers. Easily convert. Oh, I yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Go on. Which were formerly, uh, which is. The gun industry is always trying to fuck the ATF. Right, they're it's, always they're going they're doing the Talmudic thing right back. Everyone them, is fighting, yeah, which yeah. is good. Like it's yeah. so hostility in an industry creates like hostility. Is it malicious compliance, yes. Yes. So the ATF, uh, you know, they did all rec- all firearm receivers, which is like the main body part of a firearm usually, is uh, you know, it's the regulated part. When you buy a gun, you're buying the receiver, 
the other parts are just, are just legally scrap metal. Like the barrel of your AR-15, you don't need a background track. You can buy it and sell it. Like it's scrap metal, right? Yeah. Um, it's not a control. It's not. There's no legal controls on like a barrel. And the receiver of two pistols are probably the biggest one. Two guns was the, the AR-15 and the Glocks and, and and the Glock series. So the receiver of the AR-15 is the that little bottom half. And at what point legally is a receiver a receiver, right? Because like it's just a machine piece of metal, right? You just mill out. It's just a metal block, and you mill out certain points. Yeah, well, that's the that's and the, that's what I was getting at. Maybe you, it was a little too abstruse, but with the yeah. like the rubber band thing. I mean, this is as I understand. Again, I'm not. Maybe the I should just not run my mouth. But my understanding is you can. Well, I actually is it even legal for me to say like people? Yes, are, you're not a SFT. You're good. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Unless you're an SFT. From, from what I understand, you can literally put a rubber band between some point of the. Maybe you have to do something additional to the to the receiver. I'm not sure, and some element of the trigger, and essentially create a very dirty ghetto uh, automatic weapon. Not in a AR-15. Not in an AR-15. The guns that can do that are generally you can do like M14s, Mini 14s. Yeah, you know. In way fact, more about legally, this than I, yeah. uh, under the 19. I don't know if it's the six-day amnesty or the 86 uh, act. There are people who register because you have to register any part. You can register parts as machine guns if you wanted to. And so people before they've been opted in. Cause, and they, they, there was a guy who had an M14 with a shoelace <laughs> uh, put in one of the... And he it's on, on certain parts of the gun on the trigger. It's on the trigger and the, uh, and the bolt... The, the bolt carrier. Bolt carrier group, yeah. yeah. And uh, that... That shoelace is legally a machine gun, right? That's the that's, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But so the Talmadry came in on the on the gun from the from the industry side, which is like, well, we have CNC machines, but we want to sell guns without because when you make a gun a gun, there's all kinds of taxes that hit it. There are uh, like actually, it's not even bad. It's like Teddy Roosevelt era, like conservation stuff, like conservation. Conservation of what? Like like the wildlife, wild like okay, like wildlife. There's like there's any finished firearm told in the U.S. has like a, like a some like some oh percent. I see so that's what the money goes well that's cool yeah, yeah. but uh but the gun industry wants to avoid these kinds of also just sales tax like sure. so selling a, or no you said, well I know there's I know there's like the NFA registration tax of, of just the flat two hundred dollars that hasn't changed since the 1930s yes which I know that there is another kind of side note on this or maybe we can yeah just make a brief mention of like I I know that's one of the avenues that. Uh, leftoids are trying to pursue is like well an inflation adjusted dollars at the time yeah. that was like four thousand dollars yeah so why don't we make it four thousand dollars now which yeah they could i don't know about easily but so certainly. money is one thing that you can't really interpret as an agency right. right it's like a dollar right. value yes like, you know like and they congress didn't say inflation they said a dollar yes. value right. so you're kind of like yeah you're not going to win that but if they change that dollar value yeah is what i'm saying like, that would with an act yeah. of congress yeah yeah um so, but what's industry with these receivers is, uh, you know, you can drill so many holes in it, mill away so many much material, but it's still not a firearm because uh, the old ruling was that basically uh, it would take a person, I believe it was with like a basic workshop, like a home workshop, would take more than a half an hour to to finish it, and they also. Uh, you know, they, I think they had, they had certain things about like uh, initially you could set with like the jig, which was like the the, the 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 plastic that lines up where you drill the holes and you just put it right, through. Right, right, right. Eventually, they said you had to sell those separately because uh, sure. it's obvious that there's like a level of intent <laughs> there. Um, it's a lot easier to. And then it got yeah. things. I think I think what pushed them over the edge was the Glock ones. So the Air Force one is a it's a it is a milled aluminum or forged. It's usually milled 
right? Or there's a lot of ways we can make a air efficient uh, lower, right? For all kinds of ways. I believe early, uh, but the ones that uh, 80% were milled. And it's a milled piece of steel. You put the jig over it, but you're, you are drill pressing through steel to create holes. It is, there's a certain level of skill. Like you need to be able to a certain level of skill. You have a drill press, which is a pretty extensive tool that most garages don't have. You can do it with a drill if you're real good and you're real confident or on impact, I guess. But uh, what I think what really made the ATF flip out was people did these for Glocks. And a Glock receiver is not aluminum. It's plastic, right? It's plastic, right? <laughs> yeah. It's polymer. Yeah. So you can just... You so can just you literally use your home, like, like yeah. drill for drilling in yeah. your wall. You could literally house. use one of those old yeah. school, like, uh, what is it? Like the thing was like, we worked the turn thing? The yeah. turn, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. It requires zero level of skill uh, and, you know, almost no special equipment. So the ATF has finally decided that they have changed the, they've basically invented a new category because what a receiver is, is pretty in law. Like it has to be able to like, you know, it's the part, the bullets go in the receiver means the part that accepts bullets. Right. Okay. Sure. And it physically can't like a unfinished receiver cannot receive bullets. Right. So they basically created this new category of easily convertible receivers which they're just going to regulate as firearms with all the stuff. And that's not a big deal. The biggest deal is the pistol brace thing that's happened. Yeah, that, um, yes. And I, my understanding, that, from what I understand, the, the rule was, so was up for debate over the summer of 2021 or something, or it was the comment period. Yeah. And then uh, it came into effect in like December or something? No, it's still not in effect. It's still not in effect. It's not in effect. Okay, but it's going to be. Yes, and I sure? have some insider info on this. Okay. First, I want to get some background on what this is, because pistol brace right, yeah, this is, is kind, of kind of a weird... A little bit, yeah. It's a weird phrase to use for it. Uh, and at least the early 2010s... So, first of all, back up. Uh, under ATF rulings, a pistol is a certain we- is a weapon of a certain overall length without a stock. And if you don't have a stock... So, even so imagine an Air 15 without a stock on it, right? That's in a short barrel. That's a pistol, the ATF. Or AK, using the AKs with no stock on it, like the Russians use sometimes. That is a pistol to the ATF, right? It's got a barrel. It's got a no, no stock on it. It's bare, So it's, it means its barrel can be shorter than the minimum. The legal min, federal minimum is 16 inches without paying this extra tax of $200 and all kinds of finger, finger being fingerprinted and all this stuff to get a, a short rifle. A short rifle and a short shotguns are very highly regulated. A stock, a stock also is the part you put your face up on. Yeah, it's the the, the part your cheek hits, you know, yeah. your sh- or, or your shoulder. Or your sh- yes. shoulder is the operative yeah. thing here, right? So in the early 2010s, or I think it might have been late 20, 2000, whatever, there was this manufacturer uh, that was like that was basically counter trolling the FBI, and they were saying, "Well, the law says uh, it can't have a stock." Well, what if we design a product that is not a stock? Now, as I recall... Oh, I know. I'm going to get... Yeah. There was this military army veteran... Right. ...who only had one arm, right? right. So he only fired pistols or... Anything. Anything one-armed, right? So he had this this AR-15 pattern pistol, and he's like, well, I want to have a product that can be put on the back of my rifle that can I can put a piece of Velcro on and strap that Velcro piece to my forearm to brace it as a brace. I am bracing it against my, it is a arm brace. It is not a, it's not a, it's not a shoulder stock. And the ATF was like, I guess, 
that's fine. And they had some special stuff for it initially. They said, hey, you have to put yeah, a Yeah, right. They, they, well, there was they different sent, sent size. a letter, as I recall, to yes. the, to the uh, manufacturers that were like, it's fine. It, it, we, we looked over the rules. We can't find a violation. But in order to stay compliant, these are the things you yes. have to do. And the big one was you had to have a, it had to be, uh, you know, it shouldn't be shouldered or it shouldn't, couldn't be advertised that way. And or like primarily used in a shouldered yeah. position. The biggest thing was that it needed the the back buffer tube on an Air 15 for the stock. So the stock the stock mounts on a buffer tube in the back of the back of an Air 15 pattern rifle. Had to use be a, a different size, like a proprietary size that wasn't the same. So you couldn't just slap any stock on that tube. Like you, so you couldn't put a conventional. The gun sold this way had to not fit a conventional stock. It could only fit these braces. So I couldn't buy this pistol brace rifle and just throw a stock on it. And the industry saw this, uh, and they started cranking these things out. Um, and obviously, you know, they got they got larger and larger and and more and more like stocks. And then somebody, the ATF, was like, "Well, actually, this rule we have to have proprietary uh, tube on the end is actually not." There's nothing in the, nothing yeah. in the nothing in the rules that you know a dog can't play football so <laughs> you know you can make them to fit any standard rifle or AR-15 rifle and so now we're basically at short barrel rifle kits. basically short barrel rifles became legal if you bought these stocks for them and these stocks got better the earlier ones were kind of squishy and flabby well if you look at the pictures of the veteran who like this was the pop I mean this yeah. kind of okay whatever degree of pretext but you know and, and if you ever fired uh, which I certainly never have or would. Uh, a rifle, or you know, one of these like larger size um, pistols. Pistols, like it's got a lot of uh, kickback. So I've heard, you know, yeah. in a recoil, in it a, may induce one to see, perhaps for safety reasons put his shoulder on it. That's what I've heard from friends who've done this. I yeah, for safety would. reasons, sometimes you want to put your shoulder into it as opposed to a uh, Velcro strap on your forearm. Which was the which uh, in the absence of which it would just be too big and unwieldy, and and there's you know it'd be yeah. extremely hard to fire with one arm. So, uh, yeah. well, you know. Well, the, and the funny thing is that the ATF did allow themselves to get into this mess, but they also, like, have uh, created precedent, if you will, right? Like, there is an industry around these things. There are three or four companies that make uh, make these products, and, you know, they're pretty good. They're, yeah. uh, and there's distributors and gun stores and such and such, and they're sold a, so more so than bump stocks. Bump stocks were big business. But these are huge business because yeah, yeah. Uh, it basically created a, something that well, was... bump stocks don't really work. I mean, they work in the sense of yeah. like they'll kind of do what they're advertised to do, but they, they're not practical yeah. from what I understand. But versus pistol grip stocks, non-stocks, whatever, are extremely practical. Yes, they work very well. <laughs> they're they've gotten larger and like comfier and more and more comparable to yeah. a factory. Yeah. A factory stock, if you will. In fact, also they got more like aesthetic. They start off kind of goofy looking, and they've gotten more and more aesthetically pleasing. Well, initially they were just essentially like a three skeleton ring of like Velcro, right, with like a thin. Yeah, and there's like, a, and like there's also like a lower. There, you can tell what they're going for. They had like a, a, yeah. a soft pad yes, that right. came down in a kind of fish tail, like a fish tail shape you put into yeah. your shoulder. And now, yes, they have. CAC makes very cheap ones that are like basically just like it looks like a, a small stock. Uh, I believe it's SBA. The SB series are like basically stocks. Yeah. Um, and because they've sold so many of these, like they've sold a ton. The ATF has, you know, been empowered by Joe Biden to 
uh, basically just fuck with more gun owners. And, but because they've sold so many, it's literally like, there's like a lot of moral hazard. Also, very popular with the blacks and the Hispanics with the, like these two, because they like the, they like the Dracos, like the small AKs that the rappers love could be sold legally with these. Mm. Uh, also, they are just smaller if you are. If you are up to no good, you want concealability. You do. You would pay perhaps for the smaller rifle. Um, so when I when I looked at these rules when they were initially up for comment, and it seemed kind of Byzantine and subjective, which is my understanding is yes. a consensus. Like it, it has basically like a point. To, or this is how it was. I don't know how it may have changed in the interim. I, it's not been released yet what it's going to be <laughs> well the when it was initially proposed and the, yes. the proposal that i read had a point system comparable to the assault, the assault weapons ban also had a point system i didn't know i know there was like a certain elements and i guess you got so i guess you got certain points yes for like the like, barrel, so shroud, a barrel shroud was a certain <laughs> points up bayonet lug that's uh, the that's the, a that's magazine the, bunk, the part that goes yes up, right? a magazine over a certain size an adjustable stock yeah these things i see okay well uh yeah so there's a point system based on primary i mean which like you can kind of i kind of get in a, cl- a world that wasn't clown world and assuming that you would want these kinds of things you know a certain amount of re- weapon regulation i don't necessarily have a problem with in the abstract in theory um obviously like you know existing in clown world under jewish domination is a completely different story but we need co- common uh <laughs> common sense cossack whip control yes. yeah <laughs> the, the, the bull whips are you know but but the thing is, like, you can understand, okay, well, if you want to say, like, there's this, there's the, the existing legal regime has created this situation where this one kind of thing is legal, but this other kind of thing that's very close to it well, you, is illegal. You get this right? weird thing with the NRA and the NRA's pattern of activism where it is a thing that is currently legal to sell and, and purchase, right? It, like, the commerce end of this is, like, pretty much covered. Right. And the ATF is, like was like oh it's just for commerce like we don't care because like that's the one thing they fought but now that it's they they're they're, they don't like because you didn't like enshrine this in any kind of law or get any kind of court ruling because everyone's happy in this kind of commerce like were this decision pushed by not business and pushed by like uh more like the goa more hardline and a right type group if they would have pushed for a judge to rule this in their favor while it was still in their favor right Whereas now, because like it was kind of it's a, it was a business thing to sell these things. Uh, no, they didn't care, and now they're it's, yeah. It's like, like the actual. It's, it's very uh, similar to abortion, where they never made a law legalizing abortion federally, so the Supreme Court could just change their mind. Well, the ATF has just changed their mind. But so from my my I do have my from my sources in the industry, they do say that there will be a amnesty. Period. So. If you own one of these products already, because they've sold so many of them, like to where it's yeah, like sure, um, you will get a, you will be allowed to for free convert it to an SBR. Convert to an SBR. So what if you had? Okay, so but then could you put an actual stock on it? Yes. <laughs> okay, so buy all the in my, yes. my I advise, the is, not as, myself but my friend. I would. Com- it is a ruling worth complying with. The yeah. problem is. SBRs, silencers, short uh, shotguns, and auto rifles are under a higher level of scrutiny. Sure. Uh, if you cross state lines with them, there are certain regulations. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kind. Of, there yeah, are yeah, yeah, there yeah. are more and more Byzantine. Yeah, regulations. but you don't want to be. You want to comply with. I, mean, I understand it yes. sucks, and definitely there should be and will be. I imagine court challenges. And yeah. Health. So that's the good thing. This is that I, this probably will get tied up in the courts. Yeah. The the receiver thing is 
probably a little less. It's just a smaller. It's just a smaller thing. It's harder. I mean, also 80, 80%, because of the nature yeah. of eight percent, they're not tied into like gun distributors. Like you buy them from sketchy websites. A couple, <laughs> a, a couple web, a couple gun you, stores. My, have, my but, friend Darth Mofo that I used to play uh, Jedi Knight two with uh, back in the day multiplayer would buy them. Not me. Not us. Yeah. Not, not anyone on you know yeah. listening to this program, of course. But because of that, they weren't like tied into the network of logistics and industry, and that like that the these bump these uh, not bump stocks these pistol braces are uh but it, it's funny okay so we have 80 percent lower we've already just mentioned in the course of this like 80 percent lowers uh pistol braces bump stocks and rubber bands like it's yeah. just it's it's the this is the part where you i think you know at, at a kind of broader cultural political level have to step back and yeah. say like well is this regime even really working or or what um well obviously it isn't but so the atf is designed to not stop gun violence by people who commit gun violence. It's designed to fuck with white people who own guns. Absolutely explicitly. Um like very much like so this regulation is not going to change really anything. I actually would almost recommend I don't know I, I don't know. Uh this is something I something I I'm not legal advice. But if you are a person who is like very deeply concerned with complying with federal gun law and not so deeply concerned with like moving states you know you're pretty stable where you're at it would make a certain amount of sense to have all of your rifles like you could slap this a you could buy one of these products like 35 bucks that fits on a standard rifle take your legal length rifle remove the barrel and then submit and affix on the receiver this brace in, in the amnesty period take a picture send it in and get that lower receiver into a bay to an SBR free for without playing 200 bucks and you know go about your day and have that register that is SBR you know so that you can't it's hard it's harder to fuck with you if you have that paperwork on it now if you fuck it up some in some way or you right. cross state lines without saying like you have to took an SBR across state lines yeah that's not something you want to do um, without like I think it's a fi- it's a file it's, yeah. it's a paperwork thing it's right. not also like not a hard thing to do it's just a thing you gotta remember um you know if so, for instance, theoretically, like somebody like uh, uh, the Kenosha kid who got fucked by that, in theory, if he had like an S, like when, because he crossed like right, that little book, he yeah. didn't break any law across it. You can cross that state line all you want. Right. But, but it could have been an SBR. He could have gotten right. fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like five big, years, like, I think, or yeah. four or five years. Like, well, and again, that's the kind of thing where it's like, obviously, the ghetto blacks are never going to get prosecuted for this. No, they don't. But if you're they in, just the, don't. If you, in the audience for this, you know, they absolutely. I, slam you they only get they hit with like gun charges if it's they're tack-ons for them. i see what you they get they're not gonna yeah they're not yes maybe, yes they, we don't want to scare there people. are a I lot of blacks yes. who are in jail for gun crimes that were just tacked on with like you got caught with illegal a large firearms. a large amount of drugs that, yeah or like and, you committed a murder with an illegal firearm yeah like i the, think that's the most common i've seen well the federal don't, feds don't care about that state, oh, state, that's that's yeah, that yeah, state crime yeah. but like in terms of fed, like federal gun oh, crimes I see, I see, it's yeah. all white guys who fucked up on the paperwork or or we're lying right <laughs> like that does happen people do people are stupid oh about maybe it. this is a good chance to transition here's another uh item you may have heard of it probably worth talking i don't know how much you know but i, I do remember a little about uh solvent traps yeah solvent traps Right. Uh, still legal. The ATF will just fuck with you. <laughs> well, they fuck. They, they, they. From what I understand, they forced the guy. There was one main sketchy website, and the guy who operated that sketchy website was shaken down and handed over to them. 
his full client. Like if you purchased yeah. from that sketchy, sketchy website, but you're still Gucci. Yeah. Well, you didn't do anything, yeah. right? You bought a solvent trap. Well, <laughs> also as someone who uh, academically looked at this before, it is totally legal to build your own firearms, and under the under the NFA. Gets switched so much arcane. A silencer is considered like a firearm. It's really in the same manner a firearm is. It has a serial number, all right. these things. You can buy a solvent trap. You can file with the ATF, pay your two hundred dollar fee, and say I am intending to produce this right. silencer on my own. Right, and, and you're golden, yeah. and then you're Gucci. Yeah. So like, even if it's not a the eighty percent lower has probably gotten got in somewhat more trouble because they were saying hey, this is a, a basically pro- a, a product yeah. to making two guns. <laughs> yeah. Where the solvent trap is... It's literally 80% of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it says it in yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but not 100% of a gun. Right. Which is there, you know. So, uh, the theory actually was that the, that they might actually lose... Their, the Supreme Court hasn't has declined to rule on most of these things, actually, because it just it is so arcane and retarded. There is a theory that somebody's going to, you know, they're going to debut, like, a brick of metal... Unfinished, a zero percent lower, yeah, and see what the ATF does because you can throw it in a CNC machine, you know, and it'll. Well, that's the other big part of this story, of course, is you know, it's the one, invention of the CNC machine yeah. made this, you know, it, it's it's so. I mean, yeah, and there's patterns all over the place, and and they who was the uh, our the I, what our spiritual compatriot that was probably murdered by the German. Um, oh yeah, Stark. Stark. He's yes. a Kurd, actually, just funny. Kurd. Okay, a, I didn't a, know a, that. A, a German German Kurd. Kurd. Whatever. He gets yeah. it passed. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the 3D printing is like it is legal in the US to manufacture. I think every state in the union. Some have some weird arcane laws about it. Like some, I think you have to put a serial number on it. I don't. But most, most are. I don't think. I know. In fact, federally, you don't need to put a serial on a made, on a homemade on a homemade firearm. firearm, which is one of the things they're trying to change. Yeah. Um. But also, it's almost impossible to change because, like, <laughs> like the part. There's so much jurisprudence on this, and like, what is the right to the right to bear arms implies the right to manufacture arms. It's also without one of the, a license. And we and we sort of touched on this earlier, but it's also one of the things that republic like it's one of the few things that Republicans really are Republicans in Congress have a spine on because they have to. They have to. Because they're so, yeah. It's one of the, it's one of the only things, really. Maybe the single so most. I kind of now want to transition to like how the they handle the blacks. Okay, yeah. The, sure. the ATF and the blacks go way back. Um, the first, the 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 earliest regulations on firearms, the for like were I believe it was Richard Nixon and a couple of Republican governors. There was this phenomenon during the you know post civil rights era of you know red states with blue cities became a thing somehow, right? Just you know, as as you of, do, like the tides, it just uh, yeah. happened. Tide you know, goes in, the tide goes out. Never, yeah. <laughs> Niggers come in, they yeah, stay. Yeah. You know, just yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. Niggers come in, suburbs get built. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there was so the the federal government didn't give a shit about black gun crime. Uh, they just didn't care. Uh, still don't really, obviously. But so these Republican governors tried uh, melting point laws and Saturday night special laws. So Saturday night special laws created like minimum price floors. For, for certain firearms notably because you could create this like a bullshit because you can create like a pot metal pistol as a, f- a factory for like $25 or in like in in and in like eight in 70s money that's like what fucking four dollars for these <laughs> like I mean they're pieces of shit but like but still if you're trying to murder somebody like right. it's, it's you know <laughs> and so some states were arcane about it it was basically just like blacks can't have guns the law and also, it's a great law because, like, if you're a high agency black, like a theory, like one of the good ones, you could just save up for the Smith and right. Wesson, you know, just get the Smith and Wesson, bro. Just why are you trying to buy the? 
Yeah, the ghetto. Whatever. Tech Nine. And the, the, those are hilarious. Most of them are just, I think, minimum price. Some had a minimum melting points. Oh, I saw, yes, yes, I, yes, 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 I've seen that. Like, They're still in force in, yeah. I think, Illinois and Michigan. It can't be, like, literally the zinc. shittiest. The this... thing was people doing it making guns out of zinc. Oh, really? I think it was mostly. Wow. Uh, zinc injection molding. Oh, man. So, oh, like, literally, basically, so, like, tin toys. Yeah. So, like, literally, like, would you buy, like, a wind-up toy from the, yeah, <laughs> you, you buy from Well, the thing is, they were, they were, most of them, they were timbered in 22 or 32, right? Real, sure. real soft shooting around, like, yeah. toward the actual parts where it's. It's probably still dent the. <laughs> yeah the receiver though at some point or something i don't know yeah yeah well i think a lot of them are also revolvers too okay it's very hard to do these in semi-auto even like jimenez yeah. is yeah, like still, makes, still like 70 dollars yeah, you know? that makes total sense yeah a lot of more uh revolvers or derringers derringers were the, i think the big the, the big or kind of a relic, a relic of this era right mm-hmm. derringers still, still exist as like a funny cool cowboy thing but like the the height of the derringer was the 20th century you can buy it for a dollar it's fires two it fires two two bullets right you know <laughs> that's all you need yeah and it, if you're beating the shit out of somebody and you right. just put it to their head it all is all it is all you need yeah like yeah. if it's you know twelve niggers being up a third be building up beating the thirteenth nigger and shooting right. the head you know it's like yeah yeah, yeah yeah I guess this is functional um and the and the ATF has always been like just pants on head like just drooling retards uh on ghetto crime they were they are the only organization that can enforce what's called straw purchasing which is when your grandma or your baby your baby mama goes to buy you a firearm in your for you that is a federal crime that's got like a five-year minimum on it they just don't enforce it for blacks for blacks yeah it's all they put the onus on the gun store yeah my friend Darth to enforce Mofo, it when he goes to gun stores he's seen yeah it's like big you know do not do this yeah please god everywhere. and then yeah. they make and they and they do give them it's great. They give them like the, the 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 discretion to refuse any sale. You cannot be hit for a civil rights charge. For like, if you say like, oh, this is a black lady that comes up trying to buy a gun, you're like, this is for your fucking boyfriend. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 it's one of the things like they can't get yeah. you for, like because what are you gonna do? The because they you know and you can get fucked as a as a dealer if you don't do 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 and someone says oh if someone says this is for my husband or my boyfriend or then you're yes you have to de- decline the sale. And if you get the suspicion, a reasonable suspicion, like someone's on their phone with like talking to talking to somebody on the phone, like, oh, you say you want yeah. the, with the twenty two, yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, you the Glock forty, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the ATF just refuses. They don't. They don't. They don't sting these. They don't. They just. They just let it roll. They just. They don't give a shit. Uh, and that's probably the biggest thing. Like you could probably solve gun crime. In America, if you actually if you enforce gun laws against blacks, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine? Like, that's basically all that stop and frisk was was yeah. literally like, you're a nigger, therefore probable cause. Show me what's in your. Show me what. Just let me pat you down. Yeah. Oh, here's an illegal firearm. Have fun spending the next ten years yeah. in federal prison, asshole. Yeah. Well, state New York State. <laughs> right. New York State. Thank you. Yes. Because once again, yeah, right, right again, not a thing. Yes, even yeah, a fuck. Yeah. Right. Uh, in fact, dis- the FBI and the just probably dismantled this policy. Like the department, oh, that's racist. Yeah, they they worked very hard to push these states away from this kind of, these kinds of you know policies. And the newest variation of this is: Have you heard of the Glock switch? No. Oh, is that the that's the rubber band for the Glock that makes it automatic? It is not. It's yes, it's comparable. To, it's comparable. <laughs> yes, it is a. I know uh, it's not a rubber band. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's the rubber band, right? It's <laughs> the. It is a you know a small mechanical. There's a part. The back plate of a Glock can be replaced with this with this other part. Which is a literally a switch, like a, a very actually for for ghetto firearm 
well they're they're actually not made in the in the ghetto but like <laughs> but for for, for <laughs> i would say like ghetto practical third party you know like for third party manufacturing of a firearm it can do semi-auto full auto with just a click like it's very it's so it's like fire glock <laughs> yeah it's like fire glocks <laughs> and they're made in china because it's a very easy industrial machining process and they're sold on alibaba Oh man! On, I've seen them on fucking Facebook marketplace. Are they legally? They're fire- sold what, what as. Are they legally? They, they are yes. sold as airsoft versions <laughs> of Glock full auto converters, right? <laughs> That's some Baudrillard shit. Like, yeah. Like, like, so if these are being sold as like converters, what is the for air? But an airsoft version. What's the non-airsoft version? Like, there's only yeah. ever. So what's funny is Glock doesn't actually make a. If you got a true Glock full auto product. It doesn't use the system. It's got an, an internal thing, sure. not this like of course it would tackle on thing, why, right? Why would so it? they're literally, <clears throat> you are in theory buying this for your airsoft Glock, <laughs> so you can LARP as a nigger gangster who does this to his own Glock, right? And, no, it makes perfect sense. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's just footage of just like there's literally like it's just legal now yeah. in in certain cities. Uh, well, I've seen the videos of them firing. They're like. Like yeah, the old one in Chicago. Mad I saw dog. one that was scary from Shreveport, Louisiana, of a nigger who was good, like firing he in was like actually, controlled bursts oh no, of like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> the niggers are learning. <laughs> and, I don't think there's any danger of that, though. Yeah, but like, it's not for me, but for, like for the police. <laughs> like, yeah. like if the, you know. No, but I mean, how scalable is like. It's very, it's you change one part. No, no, but what I mean is like, they, well, you think that they could be trained to, to select fire accurately? I mean, I mean, if you can, so, okay, so using a rule I was taught by a DA I knew, they get caught for the hundredth crime, oh. right? They've committed nine before we get them. Yeah, they committed ninety nine. They've committed ninety nine. This was also he told me this. He he did not work in the current era. He worked in two thousands to nineties. So you know, I'm sure the outlook is very different. But when the outlook was was realistic. If he commits 99 shootings yeah. <laughs> on his 100th shooting, he'll be pretty accurate. He'll be pretty, you yeah. know, like yeah. on-the-job training is the most effective, uh, <laughs> you know. I see. And, yeah, uh, and they're just, and they're, I've heard I've heard of, like, white guys getting busted with them and getting the, the four years in jail. Ugh. I've literally never heard. Now, I'm sure there will be tack-on charges as guys commit murders with right, them. Right, right, right. But, like, because also it's, 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 with, it's like in line with the, the retreat of the police from you know, day-to-day operations in black communities, you're never going to see a... Ref- I, 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 there's also so many in circulation now, I and they're one, easy. Yeah. They're, you can... Blacks can't do it, but white people can 3D print these things. Right. Uh, yeah. And they are literally... It's like Fent. The Chinese are just shipping it over. It's like... No, it's, it really is like the gun version of I think Fent. they're technically mixing it in Me- the Fent in Mexico. Yeah, but the precursors precursor, precursor, yeah. are all from China, yeah. But like... And they Similar come over... Deal. Yeah. And like, and like Alibaba... You can buy this show on Alibaba still. Um, you know, it's it's really funny. And like, they have like... To the point of like... Because they know the art market, they have like... They can get one in gold. You can get one in red. And like oh, in cobalt, silver, you know, like... It's... And there's blacks on, you know... Instagram live like oh this is me I have my like things that a white guy could never do which is like this is me here's my clock switch <laughs> yeah right and here's, here's the serial number <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I think I, I, I remember one case but they had a bunch of drugs and other stuff and I think they were trying I'd have to look I don't know if, I don't, half remembered stuff is the worst but of a black who had a bunch of these like 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 thousands of them or something just yeah because you, you can buy them by the bag yeah they're so, it's like all things with China. 
there are like sub retailers that are Chinese or even American that are like drop shipping like, you know, one for forty dollars. But I think if you can find the factory that gives them, you can order them for like four dollars a piece by the kilo, you know, by the kilogram, yeah. you know. Yeah. So what do you do? I mean, I, I again, but maybe then you just like do the you just enforce you just put them in jail for like oh if you get caught with a Glock switch so blacks in certain part states in the country in the south that I know about are scared of fentanyl not because of its its issues because certain states usually less in more rural areas they'll just go hog wild on you they'll sure. give you nine nine years they'll give you attempt murder or yeah, or, or yeah, threaten you yeah, attempt yeah, murder yeah, so you yeah, yeah. threaten you attempt murder, attempt murder so you sign for like they'll give you hard like natural not 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 your whole life but like cartoonish. There are fentanyl convictions that will get cartoonish numbers of years that you can never, so you can never get out of jail. And blacks are like kind of in certain areas where, you know, that's happening or getting more aware. They do respond to like federal law enforcement or law enforcement priorities, state or federal. They will respond. And, but the ATF would have to start putting some high profile ones away who aren't murderers too. Like they know what they get caught for, you know? If somebody gets caught for murder and they throw a gun charge at him too. Yeah. It's not a big deal. The blacks, he killed somebody. Yeah, he's getting 20 years. He killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, right. But, but if, if they, you just grab somebody and yeah. give, him, give him 10 years on the switch, on the, like like you would for a white guy. Sure. But I guess my, I have a more kind of metapolitical question, I guess, over like what, in an age of, of CNC machines, internet, you know, broad, broadband distributed plans for CNC machines, you know, blocks of aluminum crossing major oceans. Yeah. In, in a matter of days, you know, or a couple of weeks, but, you know, yeah. but available at your house within 24 to 48 hours. Like, I don't know. I mean, it seems it, it's, it's, how do you regulate as a, as a, as a politician, how do you regulate that? Or, or do you even try? I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm making sense. I mean, no, I think, I think you just like, you just increase the costs for breaking it. Like any other regulation, mm-hmm. right? Like these things aren't a hundred percent, like there are people who make their own machine guns or silencers. Sure. silencers. I know guys who aren't white nationalists who are like libertarians who are like, Oh yeah, I make silencers in my garage all the time. And <laughs> why would I shoot out a silencer? I'll go deaf. <laughs> but also they live in like a rural area sure. and they're not political. So like, yeah. Why would anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you got to impose cost. If you want to stop at something, you should impose, impose costs. Cost. And obviously they're refusing. They, Imposing costs. Well, the, on, the blacks on, are the cost that they impose on us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly you know, <laughs> like that's how they look at. Like, it. I'm getting increasingly edgy viewpoints of like the police that like the police actually exist to enable crime yeah. in the United States. At this point, I, I, you know, or or at least enable crime against politically but, disfavored groups. You know, they, they keep crime at the level that they want it, so they can put it where they well, want. Like, I don't know. Like I think they literally defend criminals. <laughs> okay. Like the police, the police existing is in the interest of the criminal community. Say more in the in the United States because the punishments are light. Mm. Um, like the yoke is the yoke is easy and the whatever the burden is light. Like if you're a criminal and you get arrested, you just get kind of a very historically hol- like almost hilariously short amount of time. Like so traditionally, traditionally, like if you rob like a store, like a corner store, right? You could like armed robbery. Maybe attempted murder, battery, all this stuff, illegal firearm. You could be doing like 25, 20, 25 years. You have to so you hurt somebody, right? And that was because because you got that time because like you was life or death. Like the shop owner could just shoot you dead and no one would give a fuck. So now under the current system, the shop owner, if he shoots you dead, will get yeah. a murder charge, right? And if you and even if he beats get it, away, like yeah, it's just as bad. 
And even if you get away and get, or you get like, you do like maybe th- three years tops on sticking up, sticking up a store and you punch somebody, you know, like, or, or pistol, pistol up somebody. And we don't, don't get, I mean, for sex crimes, it's even worse. Like sex crimes have very, very short, very, almost no penalty in the U.S. These are things like the community under like community justice would be inflicting. Right. Right. Profoundly yeah, this is where, deeper. Yeah. So where we have you exercise the Leo Frank option. Yeah, like you would give you would profoundly as a society profoundly together, more yeah. Under a certain kind of uh we'll call it Saxon jurisprudence. Uh <laughs> <laughs> under Saxon jurisprudence, you know, these these things are solvable. And but so the police exist to prevent you going back to the old ways and ensuring they they ensure light you know, sentences and light, like they are the system to stop vigilantes. I mean, they are the system enforcers. They're the, I yeah. mean, the you know, most, most, but I'm saying like at the current system incentives, they are like whatever an individual cop thinks or cares about, which mostly is just their pension. Yeah. Like, wh- well, also they do you think of what, right? think of what is punished harshly relative to like what the average person, like for someone who say speeding, <laughs> people are like, well, you shouldn't speed. But like the penalties for speeding can be like $600 in certain right. states. Or, yeah. or, or You'd be ruinous. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely retarded. And everyone knows this, and like, well, this is actually disproportionate. Right? So why is this behavior like so disproportionately punished? And also, the racial issue with the, with the speed, like speeding, speeding, as as Steve Saylor has notably covered, inspection stickers, all that bull, all the bullshit, like revenue stuff, is just white white people, like white people are. Well, it, it's it's it, he actually Steve Saylor has. I mean, you know, he's whatever else you want to say about him. I have my criticisms, especially yeah. recently. Um, you know, he does funny graphs and he did a funny graph of basically traffic accidents, traffic accidents and exactly, fatalities and, fatali- and, and for blacks, basically they're not getting pulled over. And so they're killing themselves and others at a measurably much higher rate, yeah. uh, a comparable uptick to the murder rate, which makes rate. sense. It's like a broken windows theory, which has been totally vindicated. Libtards used to, I mean, for decades have been making fun of broken windows theory, but it makes intuitive sense and is again, demonstrably yeah. correct. Like, yeah, if you, if you pull someone over for speeding or having a busted taillight or their, their brake, uh, their, um, the brake pads are, are expired or whatever, like then, you know, chances are like, you know, some, yeah. okay, maybe most of them are just, that's the only thing, but you're going to have a, within that population, there's going to be a much higher proportion yeah. Of people with you know drugs, weapons, whatever. Which is, and funnily like, enough, I think it's not actually broken windows theory. Broken windows theory is much more idealistic. That's what it became like in practice, and that's what works. The theory was that like, oh, if you see the if yeah. you punish vandals yeah. and stop vandalism, like the community won't be as shitty. So there won't be as many vandals. As much crime, crime yeah. at all, because like if if a, a, a yeah. liquor store isn't all like boarded up, I'm not gonna rob it because it's like a nice liquor store in my community. Which is very idealistic and nice, you know. Compared, well, I think to, you're also more. I mean, I think compared to just true, like, like just you're more likely to break into a building with a couple broken windows. Absolutely, no, it's true, like, it's but just yeah, kind of obvious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in practice, it was like there's about five percent of a certain sure. population that right. can go. If we just throw them all in jail for ten to twenty, that's what Nation says, right? It's just like let let the sun people chill for yeah. from their like you know late teens to, yeah. to early thirties or something. You know, sometimes they just need a little period to mellow out. Yeah, and it. it, it yeah, no, it's, it's wild, you know. And they do mellow out. Prisons are relatively safe in America. The cosmic libtard fantasy of prison rape for my opponents is like actually not a tr- true thing. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, it happens, but like not. I know there are certain places. I know like Rikers, for example, is a total shit show. Um, yeah, but they're not like. It's just like bad conditions. Like the conditions are bad. Like food is bad. They won't have no heat. But like, 
Like they're not they're not like rape uh, rape rape factories. Yeah, there's actually pretty good. It's been pretty uh controlled. Uh, the problem now is uh prostitution, which is <laughs> different but not as bad. No one no nowhere nearly as a uh, Sure. as bad. Also like if you're doing life in jail, like do you really Okay, whatever. I guess you can be I guess you can be gay like He's doing life in jail, like yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Kind of gets in the inhumanity of what life in jail, like life, life in prison is well, kind you of just in, execute. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's inherently all, you know, life in yeah. jail is inhumane it's for right. all kind of reasons. I would say it's it's certainly yeah less humane than just an execution. Yeah. Um, oh, we had we had this talk that you missed uh, with the boys. We were, I was arguing a firing squad is more humane and just than a hanging because there's like a little abstraction to hanging where oh gravity killed the guy whatever instead <laughs> of we're like, like no i shot the, a bullet no, the power of the state yeah. made five guys shoot him in the chest it's inherently more just uh. and like visible like it's it's, it's more real than like because also hanging is more of a like not that the fine guy isn't a spectacle but hanging is like truly like a spectacle like a, you have a, a crowd and, oh and then gravity kills the guy it's it's <laughs> it's kind of cut you know <laughs> Versus, I shot a bullet. Yeah, the yeah, power of the state had these the, five. The Virgin uni- Gallows versus uniform, the Chad yeah. brick wall. Yeah, uh, that was. In, I believe all the. I, they never give it to. Him. I think most of the German, Japanese, and the German guys at Nuremberg all demanded firing squad. They didn't get it because it was too. They wanted to make it not. Yeah. More abstract, right? Or they wanted like, to make it a cr- like justice a killed. Yeah, justice yeah, killed them. Yeah. Not like. I think it's also they wanted to make it like a criminal thing, not a military thing. Yeah, but it, you know. Uh, objectively was a right yeah we could do a new i mean you know there's obviously you're saying like hanging time. is kind of inherently absurd right yes i mean i understand the thing where it's like you know it's like cowboys i mean it makes that you can see like yeah you know maybe this is the a bullets thing. are expensive we yeah. have to do this yeah as an option right yeah well cause, I mean, it really is like a in it's it its origins are like any kind of like humiliation ritual where they would hang you and then not the just you, oh you'd stay well, up for days right? well no but they like you wouldn't die the and they cut you out like yeah. the drawn and quartering thing where they hang you for like a oh, some 15 minutes you don't die yeah. and then they cut you into four pieces like that's like you know get the british like torture shit but right. it's very medieval but it wasn't like a hanging until you were dead was like a a later like a, a humane version of that <laughs> right 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 but it, it is it was kind of never in justice it was more of in like it was in humiliation like uh my great-grandfather a witness to hanging Oof, a public hanging. I think it was in the nineteen. Uh, I'm trying to remember. What it was. was it? Was it the 1900s or the 1920s? Because you could still. I think it was in. A, it was after. I think it was post World War One. Actually, he was in like I think South Carolina, and it was a public. Or maybe I'm trying to. Maybe, was I, it like a state execution? Yes, yeah, like a state execution. But it was like it was like a day. Like sure. everyone's going to the. Like, We're going to go. To, hey, it's hey, like, Mary, get the kids. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's like going to you know the the a music festival. It's like oh they're. They're yeah. hanging a guy, you know. I guess. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If there were a public hanging in in the current year, I'd probably I'd probably yeah. want to attend. I'd probably want to. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'd go to like a lot, but I don't know how many there were then either. So yeah, probably not. not probably not, not that many. Yeah. So I wonder if there was like racial crowd issues. Like, oh, it's another black guy. I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not, like, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, it's another black guy. Like, I'm not going to that. Like, I've seen this already. Yeah, you know, like, you know, like, oh, they're they're hanging a Chinaman. It's like everybody shows oh. up. You know. <laughs> oh man, that'd be a fun uh, ethnographic study. You can't, you can't, you just can't do. Like, <laughs> there's, no, yeah. there's no way you could pull that off. Like relative attendance by, ra- by racial demographic for hangings. And, That's fucking funny. And what do you, would you? You need some really long title to make it understanding. That's well, just so ac- academic title. So, did we have more on the ATF, or did we? I think we kind of exhausted it. Uh, I gave my advice. 
I get my conspiracy theory that it's there. My yeah. advice is definitely follow every the law, absolutely yeah. every law to the letter at all times. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not. Yes, it's true. They're not gonna like. If you purchase a solvent trap for home use because you like to use a solvent trap when you're using your solvent, like that's fine. But you know, if I was getting a solvent trap to do solvent trap stuff, I would just just to be safe register as a silencer. Yeah, that's also true. Even if you, even if you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just cover your ass. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna just because you like purchased a product from a, from a website that's a totally legitimate business doesn't mean that they're gonna bust down your door. Yeah. But if if you get arrested for stickering yeah and even if the it's charge different, it's different for us yeah it's the thing even if the stickering charge doesn't stick an sbr charge absolutely will right so it, it, you know and then when they raid your house that you know yeah. they, they raid your house yeah so yeah that's um that's i think the the just all there is to say about that if you purchase a lock in a private sale and you notice on the back of it <laughs> is this funny looking button kind of switch deal don't touch it physically just walk yeah. away yeah. and that's one of the things i wanted to bring up the atf is also because they're so evil they do just like seize all your shit whenever they investigate you like pro forma yeah it kind costs of like a lot of money to get it back yeah even just if it's your own property they're yeah like, they will just take every gun like you own uh i was actually watching a case. it was actually this guy was fucking Hispan uh asian or hispanic or something like that. he was like a navy in the navy and he was going to a private sale and the guy got they were it was a private sale outside of a gun store they were being able to do, to do some kind of private sale and he the navy guy was one of the guys in the army which i'm sure if you served you know these guys who just like all i have i've been in the army 18 years i was never married therefore i own like a bunch of guns <laughs> and, and i also I can't buy a house because of how i move around sure. so much or i'm on a fucking ship and they got a kick-ass gun collection kick-ass gun and a ford rap you know a raptor you know some dope cool, real cool truck right and uh he was going met the guy i was talking to him the guy got cold feet, smelled a rat, said something was weird about like this or got a feeling and just skedaddled. And uh, maybe the guy was a snitch. It's hard to know. Quick, quick, quick case, it's kind of still new. But the, the ATF just rolls up on him and said, oh, you were trying to buy XYZ from him. Which is like totally horseshit. He was trying to buy a legal, I think it was like magazines. But the guy, the guy apparently had like owned other stuff and ATF said they were speaking code, like saying he was buying magazines, was saying he was like, going to buy this illegal thing. But which is torture. He's gonna beat the case, but he had his truck because he's in the in the navy with like you know thirty thousand dollars worth of stuff in it, and uh, it just took it all. Man, I mean, like totally just, unrelated to the crime. Like yeah. it's legal. It's otherwise legal. Uh, and this is when you get the thing with when I when I say maybe maybe if you want to uber comply, try to register even rifles as SBRs because he had some he had some pissed he had some of these pistols with the braces. He also has some rifles with stocks in his car. All this and they're illegal. like, oh, you could just switch and it he, out. He yeah. maintains that the ATF, because he apparently had to... Had to oh, he, oh, he had, oh, so they switched it around. He said... He, he yeah, because that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. You just need a punch and a... Yeah. I mean, sorry, my you friend Darth even, Mofo, who... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to play Jedi Knight 2 multiplayer with. Yeah. It is funny that we're doing... If we were libertarians, we'd get more in-depth on like, the gun stuff. We have to like pretend to be ignorant of <laughs> <laughs> certain mechanical things. But anyway, yeah. So yeah. that that's yeah. Oh man, would you would you put it past them? I mean, you know. No, like, obviously they do that stuff. Yeah. Um, apparently, he, the, what saved his ass is they were because they weren't really nice Gucci guns. They were like taking pictures with them, in their configuration they were arrested in, <laughs> and he like subpoenaed those and like, hey, well, there you go. Why is your guy holding it on my truck? Right. In the legal configuration, and now you have changed. 
Like they're real, they're real dirtbags, and they're trying to fuck you. Yeah. So don't give them anything to fuck you with. And the thing is, the thing is also because it's a there is a kind of regulator relationship. Like the regulators, the the distributors treat them as regulators, so they give them whatever they ask for. The ATF, the ATF asks a gun store for something, they just get it, even if they don't aren't legally required to provide it. Similar, it's similar to how to certain like social media companies will get like the FBI letter. Which has right, no legal force, right, 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 right. and but they'll comply like, anyway. Yeah, yeah. The ATF has a comparable system where they're like, "Hey, here's this guy's name. What can you give? Please, please help us out." And yeah. they'll give you, they'll give them everything with your name on it. Right, right. Um, to yeah. the point where I know, like, the ATF actually doesn't have a system of arcane laws, a computer system that can like digitize records or a searchable database. It all yeah, is like I think they're prohibited by law from having I mean, a searchable database. Yeah. Um, but they can just ask that of the so there's theories that's probably true they have simply just asked gun stores to give them records freely which are not which they can digitize however they like because if the gun store freely gives you this information it's you can then digitize and make it searchable so they've they've probably asked nicely for a lot of a lot of gun like large gun shops that they have, they have there's a, a, a factory database and there have been guys who have gotten like interviewed or arrested have made videos on it because they're all libertarians and they just talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah, they had like all the guns ever bought, and they asked me every single one, like to fuck, you know, to fuck with them. Yeah, because they're dirtbags, and that's you know what they do. So yeah, no, they're real bad. They're bad news. Uh, also, alcohol. I want to cover alcohol briefly. Oh sure, yeah. If you do buy a still, you better buy a fucking ethanol producing permit, which is like, it's like twenty dollars to make like ethanol for your car. Because a still is as bad as a fucking SBR. Like they can get your ass if you don't. It's harder. But like if you're a white nationalist, and yeah, you want to make your own moonshine. Yeah, I do make my own alcohol, but I do not distill it. I do fermentation for wine, beer. Yeah, non only fermentation. No, no, I don't. It's just I'm just not going to risk it. That's like one of the old, oldest red pills. I think the the whiskey rebellion, which was essentially over this issue, as I as I understand it, of you know the federal government charging a tax to distill alcohol and yeah. that and that is like right at the beginning of the um, history of the united well, states and has never gone away also have a re- regulation stuff it was uh, only enforced uh, probably against small or even the, or bigger ones could just comply george washington if you ever go to mount vernon which i have uh is large a large distillery on the premises and it was been actually re- to- totally reconstructed this uh distillery distillery it's a large distillery for rum uh, corn, I think corn, corn based, corn, corn rum, corn alcohol is whiskey. I don't know. No, it, it doesn't really. I mean, I guess it depends on the. It's uh, clear. Maybe it's clear whiskey. It's clear. Sure. Like, well, maybe it is clear whiskey, but it's like very high proof. It's like it's fucking. Moon, it's, fucking it's moonshine. Yeah, for fuck's right. sake, you know. Like, like I don't know why. We're, <laughs> yeah. But, but it was the it was George Washington's moonshine, and these little small lot, yeah small time uh, home distillers were not going to be a lot. They would yeah. have to purchase. If yeah. They want. If they want, uh, if you, or they could pay him, right, just to to make their own. Yes, yeah. they could, or or they could get currency, like to yeah. acquire. You know, uh, yeah, I get mad when I think about the, I get all my whiskey rebellion, like you know how poorly uh, American. Vet- That's kind of another steer red pills how b- badly they treated like mo veterans, right? Like from the from the Continental Army to yeah, yeah. bonus army and yeah, just the whole. Yeah, well, I don't know that it's and, and Vietnam, of course, and yeah. and um and then t- tobacco, they just I don't think they give a shit anymore. I think, well, I, don't know, I think actually, but I don't think there's any. I've never heard of no, anyone getting like. There's no small busted. tobacco. Yeah, right. It's all Philip Morris and like a handful of other yeah. giant conglomerates. And then some. Yeah, I guess like the it's all importers and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like existing. I know the margins are small. 
but, I'm sure they are. But that's just because yeah, there's no it's, small to bad. I guess yeah. if you like did your own, if if someone probably if someone I'm sure if someone were if some if someone were to start like a tobacco farm, and there you are just made small artisanal things. There you'd are probably get fucked with. But I I well I know that there's boutique like uh, pipe tobacco, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like they get fucked with. I don't know. I do know that they. Much like so, like the way, the way porn has bullshit eighteen plus 20, 21 plus verification on websites. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Tobacco online sales have extremely like, tough. Like, send me a picture of both sides of your ID and sure. like a picture of your face, like a picture of your face yeah. without the ID, like a, you know. Interesting. Like so, th- they do have that, but most of them just comply with that. It's, it's relatively easy. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that probably just about does it for today. Um, we we do have other stuff we'll be getting to. Um, But uh, as always, thanks for listening and, and take care, everybody. I'm an